0: Welcome back to the Saved and Savage podcast, where we try to inspire people of faith to live outside the norm. Today's episode is a bonus episode. I haven't done one of these in quite some time, but I had some things on my heart and on my mind, and I wanted to jump in the studio real quick. I'm here all by myself, but I wanted to give you guys some things that were going on in my own heart. Um, there's this verse in Matthew 25 where Jesus is basically instructing us to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, And ultimately just be friends to people who are alone. And I think sometimes we really overcomplicate the gospel and we really overcomplicate ministry. Uh, In John 13, Jesus says, people will know you are my disciples if you'll love one another. I can't help but look around on social media especially and find a load of Christians who are absolutely failing When it comes to loving each other, I'm not even getting to the part where Jesus says to love your enemies yet. I'm just saying even loving, loving other Christians, loving other pastors, I think we are absolutely, utterly failing. I think sometimes we would have loved it if Jesus said, you will know or people will know you're my disciples if you can walk on water. Or like people will know you are my disciples if you can turn water into wine. I think some of us think speaking in tongues, I'm not going to say that's heresy, but I mean, I'm, I am a Pentecostal pastor, but I think some of us think that speaking in tongues is the ultimate uh, goal when the truth is loving people is the ultimate goal. Can't help but think the reason why some of us can't love people or reason why we're failing so miserably is because we just don't know what that means. We don't know what it looks like to love people, especially loving our enemies. Now, I personally have a hard time understanding love your enemies because I frankly don't think I have many. Like, I don't have anybody that wants to fight me, or I don't have anybody that's trying to like attack my family or take my kid. I don't have anybody that's trying to like pillage my village, you know, like there's nothing going on like that. I don't feel like I have too many enemies, but I think sometimes that's how a lot of us think is we don't have enemies, but we do have people that frustrate us. There are pro- there's probably somebody in your life that is just annoying, that talks too much and talks too loud, and you just don't like being around them. I would argue that those people are going to fall under the love your enemies scripture. And I used to think that loving people meant I was doing things for them. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it doesn't mean that you're doing stuff. I'm just thinking that there might be some other things to it as well. See, I do believe that love ultimately will call you to some level of pain. It will at the very least call you out of being comfortable. No no matter who you are, if you're loving your wife or your husband or your kids or your friend, like it's going to call you out of your comfort zone. As a dad, I know like I don't always get to sleep as much as I want. And I don't get to watch the shows that I want at the end of the day when I'm just trying to kind of unwind. As a husband, I know there are some things some things that I have to carry for my family in order to be the leader, the spiritual head that I'm supposed to be. See, I know that we have to do things and get out of our comfort zones in order to love people genuinely and love them wholly. But I think sometimes we do things for the sake of love, but really it's just for selfishness. It's so that we can look like we're better at loving people than they are. We try to love our wives better than our wives are loving us so that we can pat ourselves on the back. And that is not love at all. There's a perfect description of love by Paul in 1 Corinthians 13. He says, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it's not self-seeking. He lists all these things that love isn't, and so much of those things is pride. A lot of people think the opposite of love is hate, but in fact, the opposite of love is pride, and that's why so many marriages fail. It's not because we end up hating each other, but it's because we end up looking out for number one, looking out for ourselves first. So many marriages and relationships fail because we can't put ourselves on the back burner. We always have to be in the spotlight. Love isn't pride. There's no pride in love. So where am I going with this? Is if love isn't doing things, then what is love? What is like a really good um, litmus test for whether or not you're loving people? I think the the best litmus test is how much grace you're willing to give to people who get on your nerves. People who talk too much, like I said, and talk too loud. People that think differently than you, believe differently than you. Even people who aren't believers in Christ. People who, especially people these days, who vote differently than you and have different political backgrounds. How much grace are you able and willing to give to those? Grace. Grace is what you give when somebody doesn't deserve it. A lot of us get grace and mercy confused, but they are very different. Mercy is when you give something to somebody that they don't deserve. Grace is not giving something to somebody when they do deserve it. How many times have you not given somebody something that they deserve? Meaning even like just a tongue lashing. Just like that comment that you just have to post on somebody's social media. We've got to be good at giving grace when people just don't deserve it. And I know it's hard. And I know sometimes you just can't walk away. I know sometimes it's hard to highlight everything and hit the backspace button and just move on. But guys, it's what we are called to do as sons and daughters of God. Remember... If we're going to love people, if we're going to love people the way that Jesus wants us to love them, if we want people to look at the church as the bride of Christ that's spotless, that's without blemish, the only way they're going to know that we are of Jesus for real, of Jesus, is if we are able to love people. Our sermons don't matter, our events don't matter. Our attendance on a Sunday morning even doesn't matter. Our steeples and stained glasses for sure doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is whether or not we can love people where they are, no matter who they are.